Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It was a eventful day today. Um, what time did you even get there? I got to training camp at right at six, actually. Mm. Right at six. Woke up at four. Took a good little shower. Okay. Got everything going. Took my girl to work. From work to training camp, good little 20-minute drive. Yeah. Got there right at 6. 6.05 is when I took that picture. Mm. Posted it on my YouTube channel, as you can tell. You can follow me on the YouTube channel right there at the lead underscore H-O-U. Posted it on Twitter, social media. Hey, man. The rest of the day was just fantastic. Not as hot, but humid as ever. It was a nice breeze. There was mm-hmm. a nice breeze. Where, um, dude, I dude, I get so surprised by how the crowd is every single, every single <clears throat> practice. Good afternoon. Nice. Are we gonna be crossing our arms today? Are we, oh, you are know we, what? Maybe, maybe right? it's that kind of yeah. podcast today. <laughs> I don't know, Mister Mister Ross. Kind of set the tone here with I know, gentlemen, so, so Mister Jared. Okay. Man, it, dude, it feels good seeing all the people who come up to us and say hi, who let us know that they watch our stuff, man. It really makes our day, you know. Feels good. It, right? If it, 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 it kind of feels weird. like we're doing – it is because as nervous as they are to talk to me or you, I'm just as nervous to fucking talk back. Yeah, because yeah, I'm like – I'm, in my mind, I'm like, who am I? Yeah. You know, you know I'm like – Okay, who who am I? Like, this one kid, or maybe a young man, um, he told me to sign his hat. Nice. And I was like, who, me? Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, I watch your channel all the time. I'm a huge fan. And I was like, oh, okay. Dude, I grabbed this kid's hat. And I'm like, he's been here a couple days. Because he had Callan Hanna's signature. Mm. And he had the player's signature. So, yes. of course... Of course, you know, I, I had to sign my name right where CJ Strauss was, you know. I gotta I gotta show them who's boss, you know. I gotta show them who who the actual QB one is over here. All right, man. <laughs> Tammy asked about the offense, and it was good for both quarterbacks. I could say that. Both quarterbacks threw an interception. However, when CJ Stroud is out there, the offense is just better. What do you think, Harley? The face says it all, man. C.J. Stroud is him. C.J. Stroud is quarterback one. If he is not quarterback one, preseason week one is what I'm saying. He's QB one by preseason week one. It's a wrap. Nail in the coffin, okay? My ultimate, and if anybody has checked out the YouTube video, I just posted my thoughts on the C.J. Stroud ultimately being QB one. I believe he was way to be humble with that autograph. Hey, man, I didn't know what to do, so I might as well place myself with the with the champions, you know, with the with the people. All right, I mean, uh, come with, on, the, with the millionaires, billionaires. Yeah, yeah, man, shoot. Now I might I might be a little huh, but I know what to do and where to sign. All right, so um, ultimately, my mindset is: look, C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. We just saw him. What was it yesterday or two days ago? I couldn't remember. It, on my, it was where he had his first ago. fantastic day. Oh, that was yesterday. Yesterday. Okay. So I was kind of right. Anyway, yesterday he had a fantastic day. 
Today, a really good day. And what I'm saying is today he got all of the first team reps. A hundred percent. A hundred percent of the first team reps. Tomorrow is Saturday. And we are going to be there, obviously. It's already in me, team. If he gives, if he gives, mm. gets a, a, another full team reps again, buddy, we face the Patriots soon. Yep, Thursday. He he just had first team 100% reps. That is telling me I believe him and the way he performed today mm-hmm. is a precursor that the rest of training camp, C.J. Stroud is your QB1 for the rest of training camp. No, I completely agree. And, you know, before we get into, you know, all this whole life, welcome everyone to another episode of Believe in the Houston Texans. I am one part of your show, Ruben Calvillo, and I'm joined, as always, by the most handsome man ever, Harley the Dugan himself. And going back to practice, it's not like Davis Mills had a bad day. But when you see those two, you know, play QB, you know who the starter is and you know who the backup is. And he did have a very solid day yesterday. No interceptions, but I think today was better because today it looked like this was C.J. Stroud's team. And you can tell the difference from when C.J. Stroud is command of this huddle than Davis Mills and Case Keenum. And shout out to Case collecting M's and just not doing nothing. Shout out to Case Keenum. But I think Davis the quarterback Mills. competition oh, go ahead, go ahead. is over. I, th- I think so, too. Davis Mills, and, and didn't mean to cut you off there. You're good, Baba. Eight for ten, man. I mean, mm. it's just first pass, interception. You know, and it kind of was like, oh, oh, no. Mm. But then you kind of forget because the cameras go down when Davis Mills comes on the field. Sorry, not sorry. But eight for ten the rest of the day, he, he was competing. He was. But like you said, man. There's just a difference when Stroud is out there. The team, we've heard it. I keep saying it over and over again. Titus Howard and and numerous players, you know, they have implied. Yeah, he looked really good. He had that good rep against Will Anderson. Mm -hmm. Stonewalled him. Stonewalled, all right? Jesus. Not many times I get to use a fun word like stonewalled, okay? C.J. Stroud is just different. He is him. He is QB1. I do not want to see split reps anymore. Mm-mm. I need to see CJ Stroud get the rest of the reps all the way. And all might He's supposed gotta, to be defending the, you know, the kids. I gotta at, play uh, the crow for you to eat, buddy. At I gotta play a crow for you to eat, man. Oh yeah, all my you were talking some mess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got I gotta play the crow. Talk you know, I got a great memory. I remember a lot of things. I remember too many things that for my own too good. And I remember we were overreacting because C.J. Stroud wasn't getting 100% of the reps. I remember that. No, man. No. He got 100% of the reps today. He looked absolutely fantastic. All right? He needs to continue getting 100% of the reps. He is that guy. He is QB1 week one. Look, we talked about it on your live yesterday. Shout out to Omar. We said shout out to All Might doing a great job. Do you watch My Hero? Yeah, yeah, I fuck with it. I fuck with it. Bro, bro, I'm, I'm not dude, caught up with it, but I fuck dude, with it. 
this season was crazy, and then they have a freaking. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but this this sugar rocket goes absolutely off. But what? <clears throat> it's crazy that you know we were having these who you know who should be getting the number one reps, but to see that the Houston Texans finally realized it and gave it to CJ Stroud, and we were on your live yesterday. And we said we need to see more days like this from number seven. After coming off a very two rough first pad of practices where he threw three interceptions in two practice, a day off, he has now gone back to back practices where he is considerably the best quarterback. And there's a game on Thursday, buddy. And I promise you, CG Shot will be out there number one. He's definitely number one, man. Sorry, but I mean, I got a little distracted by the ice cream man's music back here. I got, a little, <laughs> got a little excited right there. Just as I was excited for CJ Stroud today, he was fantastic. Drop it in the bucket pass to Nico Collins. Mm-hmm. That was the, one of the highlights of today. My goodness, got a good shot of it. Good shot of the rest of the offense, obviously, we're going to get into. Um, but the drive, the headline of today is CJ Stroud just ultimately he has the nail he mm. has his hammer in the coffin that is named quarterback competition he's about ready to put that damn nail in the coffin all mm. right and it's about damn time that he gets 100 percent of the reps i can't wait for saturday man i don't know what's in store i don't know either Flame Hasha, thank you for the $4.99. However, I will be sending that back to you. You guys don't have to send me money, man. I'm just happy <laughs> and excited to talk about this Houston Texans football team. And he goes, hippo character with stars growing in his eyes, pumping his arms in the air with the word hype, pulsating above him. You know, CJ Shaw was just on, on, <laughs> on a different level today than Davis Smells. In the terms of, I feel like the whole team bought into Stroud is the quarterback, and I feel like today they showed it, man. And he had a fantastic day. You brought up that Nico Collins deep touchdown pass on the left sideline. What is crazy is they tried that, you know, a a series before, and it fell incomplete, and then C.J. Stroud rotated out. Davis Mills came in. The very next time C.J. Stroud went out there, the same exact play, and it went for six. It should have gone for six the other time, but C.J. just laid it out a little bit, Mm -hmm. you know, longer than Nico Collins' arms. But, man, that was a statement play that I am the QB one. And I'm going to tell you this. When was the last time you saw Houston Texans dancing for a first down? Ooh. Explain Ooh. that because the people who weren't there don't know Dude. what we're talking about. Man, and, and I didn't know that was going to happen or else Dude, I would have recorded I was, it. I was like, what is this dude do, talk, talking about Nico Collins? I'm like, this yeah. boy is getting, getting loose. Yeah, like the pictures don't do the justice too much. I wish I had video of it because, damn, man, it was fantastic to see mm. Texans training camp, the electricity, the energy. The guys were dancing. Nico Collins is there doing his thing with the first down. You know, like, oh, okay. The rest of the coaching staff on offense, the players on offense are excited about when C.J. Stroud is on the field, by the way, not when Davis Mills was doing anything. But when C.J. Stroud was out there, the whole offense, the guys, they're behind him. It's obvious he's QB1. Go ahead and make him QB1. You know what? I don't need an announcement. Just keep giving him 100% of the reps. I don't need the announcement. I don't care about it. 
Just give him 100% of the reps and make sure you make the right decision. And I am entrusting that D'Amico does make that right decision. Absolute energy. It was ecstatic. It was crazy to see it. I don't know, man. I've never seen the Texans do that. That that loose. And like, it, was it was everyone. Even yeah. head coach D'Amico Ryan was talking crap to his defense that they converted a first down. And mm-hmm. everyone's getting on the floor doing all the crazy dances that they can. Tank Dale had a funny one where he was just squatting all the way to the floor, just pumping his arms up. Thank you for the Topo Chico Ringoku. And also, guys, we will be there tomorrow, 6 p.m. However, Rick Ringoku. we want to get there about maybe 4 o'clock, a couple hours before they open the doors. Let's pregame, man. Let's bring a case. Let's, you know, let's get hammered right before training camp. If you guys are one, two, and if you guys are over 21, obviously course, we can't be drinking with no, you know, with no menorahs. So if you're down, man, let's have a great time tomorrow. How did you look at center today, fellas? I didn't, I didn't highlight a good play. I didn't highlight a bad play, which means that you Scruggs had a solid day. Yeah, I didn't, I haven't like just looking through other people's observations, never Nothing noticed him on the bad side or I never really noticed him on the good side. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, hey, I, I just think he had an average day. This was his first day getting all – well, I guess you could say second day since Quisenberry did get hurt, mm-hmm. and he did finish yesterday getting all of the reps uh, with the first team and the second team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I didn't never notice anything crazy. You know, we noticed some stuff with Kenyon Green at the very beginning. Um but, I mean, was that really ticky-tack or is it, you know, is it a media-driven thing? I don't know. If you ask I the fans, him, he's a mm-hmm. bust. Well, obviously, the fans love to poo-poo on Kenyon Green. They absolutely do. And it's no disrespect to everyone in the comment section. I love all of y'all. But, man, when I talk about Kenyon Green – my comments on YouTube are just, he's bust. a bum. He's a buzz. He's ridiculous. Get him out of there. They needed a new left guard. They should have, you know, and then there's the insane ideas that come out. So overall, Kenyon Green, he had a bad play. He had one bad play yes. where someone broke through, and that was a big highlight for a lot of the local media here. Um, but he finished – I thought he finished strong, and I thought mm-hmm. he looked solid again. I don't know where this notion came from that he was bad out there. I yeah. didn't notice that. Uh, I didn't notice Juice Scruggs at all, though, to go back to the original question. Mm-hmm. I, I just thought he looked average. And, again, there's going to be inconsistencies with him. He's a rookie. We hope to see the progression. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey Smith said, from what you guys and even Cody Stutes have been saying, Will Anderson oh, beat – is defensive player of the year material. He is plus 400. I am smashing that. I am putting a rack on Will Anderson to win me five bands. And if he doesn't, you will not see me do YouTube videos anymore. (laughs) If CJ Shaw could do the same on offense, this season is going to be exciting. Look, man, CJ doing this against a D'Amico Ryan's defense is something. And the fact that he is a rookie, this is why the quarterback competition pissed me off. Because... Both QBs going up a great defense, but you would think the third-year quarterback will be light years ahead. And no, it was, I'm still standing. I can do this all day, Captain America with the shield in the hallway. But C.J. Stroud, today, (laughs) he had his moment, and he pulled away. Yeah, man, did he ever pull away? My goodness, 
CJ Stroud was just again. I it's we cannot stop talking about the day he had. It was and he threw an interception. Yeah, I know he threw an interception near the end to Denzel Perryman. Perryman just made a great read. He read CJ Stroud's eyes. This is a rookie thing. Yeah. All right. He got locked on. You weren't there, but he got locked on. It was at the very end. You left already, and he got locked onto a receiver. Denzel mm-hmm. Perryman read him like a book mm. and jumped up, picked him off. Uh, it was just an easy play for him. But these are things that C.J. Stroud is going to learn. Mm. All right, these are things that he's going to work on and he's going to get better at. All right, we all know he's a rookie and he needs the reps. That is mm-hmm. what we're keep trying to tell people. He's a rookie and he needs these reps. It is more important that he gets the majority, if not a hundred percent, of the reps. Yeah, so our podcast name is Believe in Texans. So the Believe is spelled capital B, capital E, capital, I'm sorry, B-L-E-A-V. Yes. B-L, I'm going to put it in the chat right here. It's a weird name. Yes. There you go, Believe. That's how you do it. Yep. Believe in Texans podcast. Believe in Texans, and you will get about 20 episodes of me and the Duganator talking about this Houston Texans team. Um, what else do we have here? No, I mean, Kenyon Green, I'm, I'm not really worried. And he's had a, an okay practice, pretty good practice. He's looked very well in the run game. Um, I think where this came from, Landry Locker put out a tweet that said, and shout out to Landry Locker, um, that Kenyon Lizzie Destroyer. That Lizzie Destroyer. We got it on video. That man was Mark Sanchez on the sideline destroying hammering some glizzies and then he's like oh i don't know what a glizzy is man what are you talking about come on bro you know what a glizzy is shout out to landry locker so he puts out a canyon green gets beat tweet and then later follows it up with a finish the day strong though so he must have seen all the negative stuff about canyon green because i saw it in all the group chats um, and if you're not following us on Twitter at 713HSP at the lead underscore Houston, make sure you guys are tapped in for the latest Houston Texans news, rumors, and updates. But I don't, I'm not worried about Kenyon Green. I'm not worried about Juice Scruggs. I think there's an offensive line, man. It's going to be really good. And there was no Lermy Tunsil today. However, mm. no one was getting into the backfield besides Will Anderson Jr. Yeah, that is the thing if you do want to put a little negative on. Um, you know, I'd like to see someone else besides Will Anderson. Um, Jonathan Bernard was a highlight a few days ago in training camp. Didn't really notice him too much today. Excuse me. And so, you know, moving forward with that information, NFL teams are going to notice this. Mm. And if they notice Will Anderson is just wreaking havoc, they're not going to let one guy dominate them. They're going to double team him. Plus, he's a rookie. He's going to have inconsistencies. You know, so I need to see, you know, Jonathan Grenard, Jerry Hughes, which I don't believe Jerry Hughes was out there today. I don't remember, but I did not see he him was. at all today. Was he? I didn't yeah. even see you him. You see, look, that um, one play, that one one-on-one play, heard Malik Collins ate his lunch today. It's just not true. Yeah, man. If Kenyon Green would have got it, like would have been getting his ass beat, we would have tweeted about it. I yes. did see the one-on-one drill, though. He, oh, yeah. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> He got, he got his ass ate. I mean, let's just be real, bro. He, he, was, he, I mean, he had a big old bowl of bootios. I mean, come on, man. Malik Collins was eating the bootios all over Kenyon Green. I mean, it was ridiculous. But 
that was just one rep. Overall, he was he was solid. He was good. You know, it's like Derek Stingley. He has that bad. He has one bad rep, and everyone is. And I'm not yeah. no not not saying Luis, you know, is is this guy. I'm talking about in general Texans fans because we've seen it across social media, mm. and I'm pretty sure you've seen it in the YouTube comments. Like one bad rep from Derek Stingley, and it's they should have picked Sauce Gardner. Oh man, I mean, what did they do? Why did they pick him for? He's a bust. He's a bum. Yada yada yada. I'm tired of hearing it, and I'm glad to see we got a little we got a little clampage from Derek Stingley. Hey. Hey, I mean, he was locking down, no matter who it was, Nico, Tank, Robert Woods, and Tank Dell might run the fastest and smoothest routes you could see on a football field. And Derek Sting, you had a great video, and go look it up, DJ being ESPN, use that video to talk about. You see Tank Dell just trying to give him everything in his arsenal, and Derek Stingley is like flight paper, just on his ass Mm. the entire time. This Mm. comment right here from Michael, Texans are way better than last year. We haven't played a game yet. Can't wait till Thursday. I don't think you understand how much better this team gotten. Yeah. If yeah. you are not at training camp, try to get to training camp, and you will see it right there. From, from as soon as they start practice, it's work. I was at the past three training camps, and it didn't feel like this. It felt like this team's about to contend for a playoff. You know, it feels like this team just came off of a winning season and not a seven wins in two years type of team. This team is ready. And Big Sexy, A, shout out to him. Mexican OT, Harley, take it away. (laughs) Big 9-1, Big Sexy, man. He doing his thing, man. He doing his thing. He has been the highlight of camp for not only John Lopez, but Cody Stutes. Like, Mm. these are... He is on the observation sheet. Uh, obviously not high, but he is lower on the observation sheet. He's slimmed down. He looks more muscular. Uh, he still got some of that weight to him, too. Mm-hmm. Overall, Roy Lopez is, to me, and I've always said this. I never said he was going to be a starter. I always thought that he was a huge depth guy for this team. And that's what you need on this defensive line. You're lacking depth. And we haven't seen Sheldon Rankins yet. Um, but Malik Collins, who looks really good in this D'Amico defense, actually, uh, kind of maybe changing my mind a little bit. I got to see him against the run. Uh, that's where I, 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 you know, I question it. Shout out the New Day. Shout out the New Day for the booty O's. Let them right, know man. what that I, is because they don't know what that is. <laughs> yo, man. If nobody watches WWE, <laughs> look at this. Man. Nobody watches WWE. All right. New Day. They came out with their with a cereal, you know, and a cereal is all three of them in cartoon version eating a bowl of cereal that they call Bootios. And it became like a like a top seller, sixty dollars a box. Goodness, I, I, I need to buy one. I need to buy one. I need to buy me a, a box of Bootios. And here's the thing about tomorrow's training camp: SummerSlam is also on, and I'm debating what i should do because i heard the great one is supposed to return tomorrow to challenge the tribal chief ah lewis salas asked who is our number one cornerback i feel tavia thomas is so underrated it needs to be on that conversation for us there was a one-on-one rep today it was number 41 and his last name is matthew i don't know his first name so i apologize but why is a wide receiver wearing number 41 tavia thomas Puts his hands on him, 
does not let him go. You talk about that Titus Howard and Will Anderson rep and they go nowhere. Well, that is the same damn thing that happened. And Tavier Thomas, he is huge. He doesn't look like he's a like like a a slot cornerback. And he, poor poor number forty one, but he wasn't doing nothing against Tavier Thomas, man. Dude, I that was the rep right before Derek Stingley and Tank Dell, mm-hmm. grown and, man and, rep. And dude, yes, I mean it was just filthy what he did to 41 you talk about bootios he ate bootios mm. on 41 all right he ate his lunch it was done it was some george pickens like you know tr- i'm trying to make the fans you know it's literally like image it's literally like he put his hand on his helmet and said swing and the guy was yeah. swinging and he was like you're not going anywhere like, it was that bad to <laughs> <laughs> to where the yeah, crowd was it, like, ooh. It was disrespectful to there 41. And I loved it from number four, Tavier Thomas. The best way to describe it, they're one-on-one on the reps, you know, hike. Okay. Jam. And he jams 41. And I mean, when he jams them, he hit sticks them for my you Madden hear guys. The pop. You hear the pop. Yes. First. And he just never let him go. 41 at the very last second just tried to just go out real quick. The ball was already thrown. He never had a chance. All right. Poor 41. Tavier Thomas is underrated. I'm glad Luis brought this up. Shout out to Luis, to Luis Salas. Commenter of the day. Dude. You, you're asking me who my number one corner is. I've already said it. It's Steven Nelson, the guy who just got a $2 million pay mm. raise. And what happened with game with Steven Nelson? No one caught a ball on him. This dude has been locked down. Yeah. Yeah, he's been fun to watch. He has been absolute fun to watch. A joy to watch, actually. This secondary, guys, I'm telling you right now, the secondary is the absolute strength of this defense. You know, we do forget about Tavier Thomas, and it's it's a shame. You know, it's a shame for us because, you know, we highlight the Steven Nelsons, the Stingleys, and the Desmond Kings. Tavier Thomas needs to be in this conversation as well. And I'll even throw my hat in the ring for Jacoby Francis, who actually had a solid day today, a guy that's undrafted. It's second year with the Texans, first year with D'Amico Ryans, and that is a big deal, all right? First year with D'Amico Ryans, only a second year in the league. So this is a guy that has looked good. D'Amico Ryan's at the very beginning of training camp, maybe OTAs actually, excuse Mm. me, highlighted Jacoby Francis and how much hard work he's put in to hopefully make this team. I think he has a legit spot. Can you throw out a a hot take about this secondary? I mean, I've thrown my hot take and it's, we'll have, you know, two pro bowlers in Jalen Petrie and Derek Stingley. And then, you know, my hot take is I think Derek Stingley could be at the level where he's dancing around all pro level this year. I really do. Um, In terms of the whole secondary, I think they could be a top 10 secondary. Mm. I really do. I really do. And that's a screaming, piping hot take. But this Texans secondary last year wasn't that bad. All right. It was not. And I know we had Lovey Smith and I know everyone thinks of the defense as a putrid defense, you're right. The run defense was the worst in the NFL, but, like, this is the worst, and then this was us. There's 20 pounds of crap 
And then there was the Houston Texans run defense. The pass defense, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my dome, I think they were only 21st last year. Didn't um, allow a red zone touchdown. Exactly. And that's a big thing, too, uh, with that defense last year. It's a strength this year, and I think it got strengthened adding Jimmy Ward. Speaking of Jimmy Ward, this dude's going to be the captain of the entire defense, maybe the whole team. You know, when he goes out there, you really see the swarm mentality that head coach D'Amico Ryans is trying to preach. When there's one person catching the ball, there's about 10 people ready to tackle him. And I just think that's such a great thing from head coach D'Amico Ryans. So far in training camp, man, it's, it's, it's been like a breath of fresh air. Because it's like no nonsense. And D'Amico Ryans, he had a quote today, and I want to hear your thoughts. He said, I'm going to tell it like it is. I know the NFL is not long, so i be honest with players. To me, that that hit. And to me, I was like, he's not sugarcoating nothing. If you're ass, he's probably going to tell you your ass and how <laughs> you need to work better. And <laughs> from David Cully to Lovey Smith Ugh. to now D'Amico Ryans, Harley, we got the one, bro. We got the one. We said it a few podcast episodes ago. You know, make sure y'all are tapped into the Believe in Texans podcast on Spotify, anywhere where you find all your streaming podcast platforms. We've been saying it, man. The feel, the optimism that we continue to spew every time we're on live anybody's YouTube channel. We continue to spew this optimism. We continue to drink every ounce of Kool-Aid that D'Amico Ryans is serving up these Houston Texans fans. And rightfully so. It's good to be optimistic. It's okay. I am so, like, I entrust this team so much now because of D'Amico Ryans, because of (laughs) – Okay, I don't know about that now. Hey, man, hey, hey, hey. Michael, bro, bro, you lead it, brother, we'll follow. You know? Yeah, you know what? My, <laughs> you lead Michael it, we'll wants follow, to man. Charge. Man, where's my pitchfork? Let me get my bulls on parade on, and let's get rocking on the Chiefs. I ain't, I, We ain't finished from that 24 nothing comeback, man. We ain't finished yet. Oh, man, damn, damn. I, dude, dude, going so back to that game, I was I, – I called my dad, and I was like – we're going to the Super Bowl, I, I, and we're listen. smacking the fucking Titans at home. I w- <sighs> yeah. That's our cannon <laughs> event. That's our cannon event. We needed it, bro. We needed it. Man. And, you know, before we continue on with this podcast, this episode was brought to you by Bet Online. So jump into the action right now. Use our promo code BLEAV for a 50% bonus on your first deposit. Jeffrey Smith asks, is Blake Cashman as good as advertised on training camp? If you ask me, he's been more than advertised. I mean, you're talking about someone who wasn't on no no one's radar this offseason and strings together two very great practices. Number 53 is playing good in training camp. Come on, man. Come on with cash money. Come on with cash money. Hey, shout out to Christopher. Got a good photo with you, buddy. It was good to see you. Next time, hey, you come out again, maybe we get a picture with you, me, and Ruben. All right, man? On us. Hey, hey. and that hour early bullshit is because they said, if you don't leave right now, you're going to walk around. And I did that whole sober, and it was not fun. (laughs) I'm not doing that ever again. 
<laughs> yeah, that was that was not fun. Cashman was absolutely fantastic. Okay, um, so not so much a lot from today. Uh, when I saw the linebackers out there, you had Henry Toto, Christian Harrison, they had Jake Hansen, and Jake Hansen is a linebacker that's actually looked really solid for this team. Uh, man, it's gonna be tough when they do cuts because. When I look at Cashman and I even look at Hanson, Hanson's been a guy that's been around the ball too. Where does Garrett Wallow fit? I, I was just, just about to say I think he's gone. I just don't – I don't notice Garrett Wallow. And it's sad because, man, me and Garrett Wallow, like we actually <laughs> talk on Instagram. He's a cool guy, man. He's super cool. He's really funny dude. Um, and, yes, like he I does feel good. I feel like I've been over a crush on him, man. Well, you know, you know, nah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> a little, little lip bite right there, buddy. A little lip bite, baby. Someone, all right, Garrett. That. Someone, all right, Garrett. That. Someone, Horned please frog. clip that. Horn frogs. <laughs> nah, man, he's cool. He's a cool dude, man. He's a cool dude. He, man, he's been to a few Dynamo games, so I've, you know, I've talked to him before. Um, I just don't know if he makes his team. I really mm. don't. And, and yeah, Jake Hansen was solid a bit last year. I see the comment from Jalen Johnson there. He had a 14 yeah, tackle game. I, I believe so. If not 14, 18. One of the and high teams. The, the biggest thing with him is he's everywhere on special teams. Mm -hmm. You know, so what's gonna help Garrett Wallow is preseason. Yeah. Now, if he shows up in preseason, okay. Now you're like, oh, okay, now you gotta. You got to make a cut that you might not want to make. Mm -hmm. This linebacking group is not so bad. It's not so bad. They need some more depth on this team. Uh, but, man. You uh, more Jay worried about the linebackers or the D-line? As of right now, before I told you it was the D-line, as of right now, it's the linebackers. Mm. Just because I think adding Sheldon Rankins, we haven't seen – We've seen good stuff from the defensive line, and they don't have Sheldon Rankins. Think about that. Sheldon Rankins added an addition to that D-line. Chef's kiss, man. Um, Brevin Jordan and Wallow being cut will make the 2022 class feel like Ooh. it was worse than we thought. You know what was crazy about that draft was when Davis Mills, Nico Collins, Brevin Jordan and my stupid ass said, This is your future trio. <laughs> they, <laughs> they served it up on a silver and platter. They and you ate for all of every it. one of them. You ate all of it. You ate all them bootios. That's what you were eating right there, man. Dude. Look, man. Look, shout out Nico Collins, though. Hey, you know, we didn't we didn't highlight him actually when we were talking go about ahead, go ahead. Give him flowers. Give him flowers. But hey, man, Nico Collins looks solid out there today. I think maybe his best day in camp, I want to say. He looked really good out there. And he does it just feel like every day he, he whether he has a good or bad performance. I don't think he's had a bad performance. I think he's had okay, solid, mm -hmm. decent performances. Today was his best, in my opinion. But Every day in training camp, he has a highlight play. Every single day. Like, come on, man. You got to give him the credit. Credit where credit's due. <laughs> and for the people who say that, oh, we saw this last year. We really didn't. No. What you saw was Nico Collins putting in the work after practice. 
right? That's what you saw. You saw him make a couple of highlights here and there. But this training camp, when he finally has a quarterback, it seems like Nico Collins is making a highlight play every single practice. Yesterday, it was one-on-one against Derek Stingley. Give me that jump ball. You are laughing. I got to look at – uh oh. I'm just assuming you're – dude, every game, bro, I had to get trashed just to watch this team. Then I had to go do a video. So if you go back and look at my videos from last season, I'm hammered in like 80% of them, dude. It, it, it was hard watching this team, bro. That's that's why I tell you guys, whenever we win the Super Bowl and when we mean hardly doing live stream, we are going to remember the 50 people in this chat who are commenting because this has been a journey. And the past two years have led up to this. And now I feel like we are in a position to take the right step forward. We will be at the training camp tomorrow. So if you are going, get there around 4 o'clock, bring a case of Topo Chico's, and let's pregame before the freaking tailgate. I'm sorry, tailgate, training camp. But going back to Nico Collins. Yesterday, it was a one-on-one jump ball against Derek Stingley. Today, it was, I would say, two beautiful, ran deep routes, and one of them went for six. The other one was a, you know, incompletion. Mm. When you look at this wide receiver court, it's almost like Nico Collins has to step up. He has no choice not to. And the rookies are doing a great job if we're going to switch to the rookie wide receivers. But it's... It's like they are the the five yards here, eight yards here, ten yards here. But when it's Nico Collins, it's a fucking deep touchdown, 6'4", 4'4", speed. This is how we should have been utilizing, utilizing this guy since the start. I'm glad to finally see it happen now. We saw something I never saw last year, and it was it happened yesterday at training camp. C.J. Stroud throwing a red zone touchdown pass Mm -hmm. to Nico Collins over Derek Stingley. I bring it up because G says, why every clip I've seen so far? Sting getting cooked. Well, all of these after it. Pause. Derek Stingley. Derek Stingley. Look, man, he is just fine. I keep telling that to every YouTube comment. He's just fine. That man clamped up Tank Dell today, and I mean clamped him up. People were saying P.I. No, nah, man, they ain't P.I. They ain't P.I. Sure, does he get his hand a little around him? Sure, if you want to call P.I., that's very ticky-tack. It was, you might as well he was in P.I. his fucking pocket the whole entire yeah, time. Yeah, man. Now, I will say this in where I do agree, that ball should have came out sooner. Mm. Because Tank Dell, as soon as he made that – First initial cut off of Derek Stingley. The ball should have been right there. That's a little more work. C.J. Stroud will have to, you know, the the chemistry he has to develop. You know, the ball should have been there immediately, and it gave him enough time, him being Stingley, gave him enough time to recover. And as we know, Derek Stingley's recovering speed is one of the best Mm. in the NFL. It's elite. I'm telling you right now. Derek Stingley is going to be just – Fine. I cannot wait for the rest of this regular season. And we haven't even played one preseason game yet, man. I'm stupid excited. Is that a good thing that we just forgot that the preseason is happening, bro? Because, like, we're just so tied into this quarterback competition. And now seeing that CJ shot wins, man, it just feels like a very breath of fresh air, per se. 
Yeah, it is. It is. I mean, preseason, uh, no offense. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it, but I just can't wait for the regular season. We've been – the city of Houston is hungry for a good football team. These fans, everyone in the comment section, they are hungry. We are malnourished. We want the Houston Texans to perform better. I cannot wait for it to happen this year. Oh, oh. Give it to him, Sting. Look at that. Give it to him, Sting. Look at that. Give it to him, Sting. Come on, Come on now. now. Shout out, shout out to the restream for letting me do that. Yeah. But yeah. there you see, man. And you've heard the Video. phrase iron sharpens iron. And these guys are going at it. It's not like these dudes are being tic tacky against each other. They are hitting each other with full force as much as they can, obviously. These wide receivers, I feel like because the first couple of days they weren't really getting anything on this secondary, they've made it to mission like they made it a mission to go out there and make some plays happen. And this secondary man has just been stingly. Shaq Griffin yeah. has looked pretty good. He's looked okay. He's looked okay. okay. I haven't noticed him as much as everyone else. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, you know, but I just I'm being honest, I've never really like Oh, there's, you know, I haven't seen that play that Shag Griffin made. You know, I've seen, you just mentioned, I just mentioned five corners, you know, where it was Stingley, Nelson, Desmond King, Tavio Thomas, and I mentioned Jacoby Francis. And I'm kind of looking at Shaq Griffin now like, hmm, I thought he could be a guy that could potentially beat out Steven Nelson. Number two. And now I'm looking at it like, hmm, maybe Shaq Griffin – does he make this team? <laughs> Over Jacoby Francis, I would say yes. And I think come preseason, we are going to see a lot of Shaq Griffin and a lot of Jacoby Francis. This secondary race is just as tight as the linebackers. You know, so I want to give a shout out to head coach D'Amico Ryans because, bro, it seems like not just the defense, but the offense as well, that these guys are locked in. They know their playbook so far. They're obviously going to get better. But there's no dumb things happening with this team so far in training camp. Yeah. There, there's nothing There's nothing too crazy going on. Um, Derek Stingley is just fine. I keep saying this all the time. Look, man, Derek Stingley is just fine. You know, I've seen more bad clips of him getting cooked than anything. I mean, are we forgetting the pick six yet? Oh, are we forgetting that pick six yet? Are we forgetting that the secondary has been the highlight of training camp mm -hmm. for this defense? The secondary includes Derek Stingley, by the way. And Derek Stingley is cornerback one. Whether you like it or not, whether you want, if you wanted Sauce Gardner, then go be a Jets fan. How about that, huh? You mm -hmm. wanted Sauce Gardner, go be a damn Jets fan. How about that? Go follow New York. We want Houston, huh? 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 Come on now. Fuck the Yankees, Come on now. man. <laughs> Come on, man. Shout out to G. <laughs> yeah, shout out to G. And, you know, it's it just goes about competition. For every bad play that you see from Derek Stingley, I promise you he has about two or three good plays or yes. sometimes the plays that we don't even see because he's already locking down his man. You know, that, that rep that, you know, that we saw is supposed to be a win for the wide receivers. 
one-on-one with no safety is supposed to be a win for wide receivers. And Derek Stingley, in those clips that you saw, does he get beat? Yes, but if you do notice, he is their stride for stride with them. And if there is a Jimmy Ward over the top, those plays yeah, are not happening. Happy, man. Come on, man. That don't even happen with a safety over the top. What are we doing here, man? Let's stop it. Let's stop. Let's stop pulling teeth here, man. Mm. Let's stop. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Don't be on this side when Darius Singley's a pro bowler. Don't be on this side now. Come on with it. Come on with it. Still cornerback one. Nah, he's not cornerback one. Man. I appreciate what he did. He's a good corner. But uh Derek Stingley's just uh just uh he's just a little different, man. He got he more is, man. a lot more athleticism. Doesn't talk, doesn't trash talk. I thought he would be a trash talker. Nah, that's all Petrie. That's all that was Petrie. And women Jimmy Ward, man. Oof, they chirp. CJ Stroud was, you know, was chirping a little bit at Jalen Petrie because CJ Stroud, he turned a a player that would have went nowhere and turned it into 15 plus, would have gone longer. Yeah. At, when he's running out of bounds, he points at Petrie and he starts talking mess, man. And I just love that competitiveness. Um, Tyson asked me, what's up with the Blue Moons? Blue Moons are just so good. And Harley, I think it is at the end of this month, there will be an actual blue moon. So you know how we're yeah, going to yeah. be. We're going to be drunk. We're going to be outside. Um, Yeah, man. I love me some blue moons. I got to get a battle red sting, uh, stingly jersey. I agree. G asked about Mechie wide receiver number one. Yeah. Could you see it, though? Yeah. I mean, so I'll say this. I don't think – I'm <clears> – <throat> How do I rephrase it? Nico Collins is wide receiver one or Robert Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I can see, and to G's point, <laughs> what I can see to G's point is I can see plays okay. where John Mechie's lined up as your X receiver, mm-hmm. lined up for guys that don't know X receiver, your wide receiver one. You know, So I can see him lined up outside. I can see it. Uh, I don't see him being – on the depth chart is wide receiver one. Uh, there's still a lot to go with John Mechie. He's super impressive. Mm-hmm. All right. I like to kind of throw him in with the rookies in Tank Dell yeah, and Xavier fair. Hutchinson uh, just because he didn't play at all last year because of uh, circumstances we won't say. Uh, but, you know. F cancer, Hutch- say it, man. Yeah, F-cancer. dude. F-, F cancer, bro. And uh, Hutchinson has been amazing. Tank Dell has been electric. John Mechie has been really, really good. And the slant routes are crisp. That is something I keep seeing him just continuously doing these slant routes. And, I mean, just super clean, clean break off the slant. I mean, I can't wait to see more of him this season. And I think he's someone that can be an X factor for this offense. I really do. Okay, so whoa, 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 whoa. Couple of days ago, couple of weeks ago, pretty much this whole off season, my boy Harley has been saying we should just be happy that John Mechie is playing football again. It's true. We should true. have no expectations for John Mechie. Now I was on the same boat as our boy Harley, but then you go out there and you see him play football. The fact that he was the ready day one, couple of days ago. He broke Desmond King, and Desmond King's ankles were still out there on the field. One-on-one, 
John Match is gonna be a a problem. Yeah, he's he's an What's absolute on, Joey? problem. I can't can't wait to see more of him this year. What's going on, Joey? So you put in expectations for John Match or what? I'm starting to. Okay. Because I'm looking at it now, and he just I mean, he looks different from his rookie year. He's got a lot more muscular to him. Mm-hmm. Um, man, he looks really good. <laughs> like just to put it in layman's terms, like in the most simplest terms, he looks really good. All right. And I can't wait to see more for him. I definitely agree with what G is saying right there. I think Mechie by midseason is going crazy. I really do. I think he could have a really unexpected. I mean, he was on, I forgot what where I saw it on Twitter, but somebody ranked him as the number one guy to have a breakout season mm-hmm. for wide receivers this year. And that was that was great to see, man. I can't wait to see it. I can't I cannot wait to see it this year. Comeback player of the year in my mind, John Manchin, I think, is going to surprise a lot of people. Let me ask you this, Hartley, because I already have my answer. Uh Who do you think has been the wide receiver one so far in training camp? Uh, You want me to go first? Go ahead. Go ahead. Tank Dell. I mean, yeah, that's who I immediately think. I still need to see some more from Tank, and that's not disrespectful. Mm-hmm. I still want to see some more, and, and I think I think we got to see a lot just the last two days, mm-hmm. um, because the quarterback play has been a lot better. Yes, um, but because the beginning of training camp, the quarterback play was just not that good. It was mm-hmm. very average to below average. The last two days, we've seen some, we see some working from this quarterback group, especially C.J. Stroud. Um, I cannot, I can't wait. I could see why Tank Dell is your wide receiver one. I can see it. Not on depth chart, just in mm-hmm. ranks. Um, don't want people to get confused now. Um, but yeah, yeah, I can see I can see Tank Dell's wide receiver one. It's like every other practice. He's not making the highlight play, but he's converting first downs. He's turning a three yard pass into an eight yard pass. And that's the kind of stuff that makes you a really good wide receiver in this league. Going to Rengoku, he asked, do we see the Texans defense as a top five this season or a top 10? I'm going to say top 15, right? Yeah. There's only so much improvement you could do, and this defense was really bad last year. But if you go to a top 15 defense, I mean, you're winning some football games there. Yeah, top 15 defense, too. I'm going to go on the safe side there. As much as I'm hype on this defense, I really am. There's still, again, there's still some struggles. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. There's still some struggles across the defensive line. I'm still wondering about the linebacker position group and the depth around it. Um, the secondary is elite. I'm real. I'm for real. I think the secondary is going to be elite this year. And obviously the strength. But, you know, D'Amico is going to add another element to this defense. And I think that's why he pushes him to a top 15 defense. Mm. Before we go, Ryan asks, who's starting our linebackers? I'm going to go Denzel Perriman, Christian Harris, Blake Cashman. What about you? Get my boy Cash Money in there. Yes, sir. Yeah, uh, definitely Denzel Perryman. Um, I'm going Christian Harris. Obviously, he's been everywhere. He just – I never see him take a snap off. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy's conditioning is must be elite. My goodness. 
Um, and then I am going to lean with Blake Cashman as mm. well at the Sam linebacker position. I do believe Christian Kirksey's going to get cut. There's Rabbit been a lot of work. There's been a lot of work with Henry Tolotolo. A Too lot much. of work with him. And D'Amico has been with him a lot, uh, just helping him, talking with him. Um, Henry Tolotolo never leaves Christian Harris's side. He is attached to the hip with Christian Harris. Every time, like, we've we've gone and looked at the players coming down the stairs when they're entering training camp, and we see Christian Harris, and right next to him is Henry Tolotolo. Well, you we got go to the remember, practice man. They were mm-hmm. Alabama teammates. Yeah, I, oh, I know, but – I just think that's a good person to learn from. I think Christian Harris is going to have a breakout year this year. I really do. Uh, he was my defensive guy to watch in training camp, and he's lived up to every second of it. But I'm just, you know, in terms of linebackers, I would not be shocked if Toa Toa forces himself at some point midway through the year. Maybe he forces himself into that starting lineup. Oh, yeah. Wasn't this a fourth-round pick? Dude, the draft value you got with him was great. It means something that his partner in crime plays here. Yeah. It means something that D'Amico Ryan's played for the Crimson Tide. Mm. Bro, Henry II, I, I agree with you. I could see this happen in midseason. Yeah. Um, Harley, as we finish this live and for the 60 people in here, thank you guys so much. If you guys are going to the training camp tomorrow, it is at 6 p.m. I will try to get there around four o'clock. If you are going, bring a case of Topo Chico's, man. We'll save you a spot in line. Let's pregame. Harley, let them know where they can find you. You can find me at the lead underscore H-O-U. Just type that into anywhere on social media as well as YouTube. Yes, we're going to the joint practice. I'm going to both of them, by the way. Um, do you think Davis Budios gets traded? That's hilarious because I had to say that before I get off. That is hilarious, okay? That is a lot hilarious right there. And no, I don't think he gets traded. I think he's a backup quarterback mm-hmm. for you. But again, so you can find me at the lead underscore H-O-U on YouTube. Just Type it in there. Subscribe. Hit that bell for the notifications. We are on the road to 4,000 subscribers. Oh, my goodness. I would have never thought I could reach 4,000 subscribers. I appreciate everybody that's also tapped into the lead. I appreciate everyone that has met both of us, Texans Training Camp. We love talking to y'all. We love hanging out with y'all. Hey, man, y'all got a Topo Chico? Yeah. I'll be there at 2 o'clock. I will 2 o'clock? Be oh, oh, oh. I will be there at two. It's gonna be packed, buddy. I'll match. I'll match. Packed. I'll match. I'll be there with you. Ooh, dude, let's yeah. let, dude, let's have a great time. And, and this is what I don't think people understand that times are changing now in football. Mm. This team feels like a family. This team feels like it's about to take the next step forward. So make sure you guys are there. Um, also, I would be at every single joint practice. Watson, who massage Watson? We don't know who that guy is. You tell him, Michael. You but you can him. find me on Michael, YouTube. Topo's on me, Michael. Oh. Oh, okay. Shout out to Michael. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's how that's how we roll over here on the lead, dog. Type in 713 Houston Sportcast into YouTube. Just hit 7K. Now we're about to go to 8K. Thank you guys so much who have been with me through this journey. And we are going to keep it going until me and Harley are the number one 
media people for the Houston Texans. So make sure you guys are following alongside the journey because we don't forget who you guys are here, Commodin. And thank you all so much for being with us tonight. Uh, go Houston Texans. If you are going tomorrow, we will see you tomorrow. Y'all have a very blessed day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.